Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 33. Glad to have you here and I'm actually recording this on the prior weekend which is pretty exciting. I just got done with the uh, choosing an affiliate product to promote. Uh, podcast episode and post, which I think should be great, give you guys a lot of ideas on how to choose affiliate products. So if you haven't yet checked out last week's episode, definitely do so. And I'm really looking forward to bringing you the content for this week's episode, which is going to be all about mobile responsiveness and uh, some new developments that Google is definitely paying attention to how mobile friendly your site is and how responsive. So got a lot to talk about in, in regards to that. But before I do, I wanted to give a quick shout out to all of my new email subscribers. And we've got three new email subscribers this week, Kramer CL. MBJK1710 and Eva and Doug. Glad to have you guys as part of the community. And because I'm going back and actually editing this episode on Thanksgiving Day, I wanted to make sure that I take a little bit of time out to uh, really say thanks and appreciate you guys being a part of the site. The site wouldn't be here without the support and the interaction with you guys out there listening and checking out the blog posts and subscribing via email, leaving reviews on iTunes or Stitcher for the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I just wanted to say thank you for being here. I honestly and truly really appreciate it. And I hope everyone that was in the U.S. celebrating Thanksgiving had a fantastic Thanksgiving day and hopefully a long, relaxing weekend. And uh, if you were doing any shopping, hopefully you got to take advantage of the Longtail Pro Black Friday discount that is now over. And uh, just hope you had a great all-around uh, weekend. So my wife and I actually decided to stay home this year, and uh, we had visited family up in Atlanta for Halloween, so that wasn't too long ago. And uh, half of my family up in Atlanta was going to be there, and the other half was heading up to South Carolina. So we decided to just stay home for this thing. Thanksgiving, have a nice, quiet, low-key Thanksgiving at home with just the two of us. And uh, right now she's cooking up the turkey and getting all the trimmings ready, so looking forward to that uh, meal a little later today. (laughs) But uh, we'll be doing some FaceTime with the family here and there, so hopefully you got to enjoy some time with your family, whether it was virtually or in person, and uh, just had a uh, great long weekend. So... Uh, Again, thank you so much for being a part of the community, and let's get right back to our regularly scheduled episode. And as I mentioned, it's all about mobile responsiveness this week and how this came about. I had an email subscriber, Randy, who a couple of weeks ago, he had mentioned to me that he saw in his Webmaster Tools account that there was a mobile usability option underneath there. And he was mentioning that some of his posts were not mobile friendly. And that was the first I knew anything about uh, that being in uh, Webmaster Tools. So if you go to your Webmaster Tools account, let me look, click over real quick. Under the option for search traffic, there is a mobile usability link there. And for my site that I'm looking at here, it says no mobile usability errors detected. But in his case, he did see some things mentioned there. And that was the first I'd heard about it. But then uh, recently I saw a post from Darren Rose over at Pro, Pro Blogger from, let's see, when that was, November 22nd. And it was referencing the fact that Google is going to be using tags in their search results specifying when a site is mobile friendly. 
So that's really interesting that um, it seems to be a work in progress and seems to be something they're placing an additional emphasis on to try to bring awareness. And then eventually, probably in the very near future, that is probably going to affect your ranking. So definitely something to start paying attention to now. And um, specifically, one of the things that was mentioned was, like I said, in the actual Google search results, you're going to start seeing something that says underneath your title, your website, right underneath there, it's going to start saying mobile friendly. And uh, that's interesting because that's going to raise additional awareness. And then I'm sure a lot of more folks will be talking about it. So it'll be obvious that some changes are going on. But in the meantime, Google actually did come out with an official announcement, which I'm going to click over to here on November 18th. And it was all about how they're going to help people find mobile-friendly pages. But not only that, they've actually gone the additional step to create a Webmaster's Mobile Guide and they have a mobile-friendly test where you just plug in the URL of your site, and it'll tell you right there on that page whether or not Google thinks your site is mobile-friendly. And not only that, it'll actually give you suggestions on how you can make your site more mobile-friendly. And I was really impressed at uh, the effort they put into this, because normally they'll just give you some very basic guidelines and may not uh, give you specific things on what you can do to fix issues. But in this case, I'm going to link to all this in the show notes, by the way, which will be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 33. And all these links will be in there. But basically, you just plug in your site. And if you do see any issues on there, there's going to be links on how you can potentially get around those issues and how you can fix them. So that was really refreshing. So what I see here, if I click over to their mobile guide, he has a getting started page, so you can click on that, and it basically says, find out if my page is mobile friendly first, take the mobile friendly test, you just plug in your URL, and you'll either see check, box or check marks that have a red X that say your site is not mobile friendly, or luckily, as in my case, it says my site is mobile friendly, so that's a good thing, but... Um, let's see here. They also have guides. Why make a website mobile friendly? How do I start? What are some of the things I should know when building a site? How much does it cost? What things can I think about when working with developers, etc., etc.? But it also has top mistakes beginners want to avoid. So not only that, it uh, lists some things to be aware of and um, tells you exactly how you can go about fixing things. So that's really uh, a great thing to see and uh, something that I haven't, I don't recall personally seeing when it comes to Google. And as far as, you know, they're kind of don't do this, do that, but uh, don't, you know, they're not really forthcoming with a lot of details. So not only that, they also have implementing mobile SEO best practices, customizing your website software, and they got specific sections for the main um, content management systems out there. So WordPress, Joomla, Drupal, Blogger, vBulletin, Tumblr, etc., etc. The list goes on and on. So there's a lot of great information on exactly how to go, how to go about making your site more responsive. So that's some great information here and something to definitely be aware of for your site going forward because it's becoming a lot more obviously if Google is placing precedence on it and they're going to eventually um, 
try to figure out a way to rank sites better if they are more mobile friendly you definitely want to be at the forefront so that you can get all that traffic and you're not penalized or if there is a benefit for that rather they're going to raise the rankings up of somebody that is more mobile friendly that's awesome so you want to be able to take advantage of that but also if they're going to penalize sites that are not mobile friendly you want to avoid that potential downside so definitely something to consider and something to start planning for now and uh, one thing that you can do is test to see how much of your existing mobile traffic or I'm sorry how much of your existing traffic is mobile and that's another thing I wasn't aware how to check but you can go into your Google Analytics account click on the audience option in the left hand side mobile and then devices and then under that option for devices it'll tell you what percentage of your traffic is from mobile devices and in my particular case it lists 24 percent so that's actually kind of low I was surprised I've seen a lot of folks like Darren Rose mention uh, a couple of his sites and it, he's had some graphs that show consistently over the last two years that he's gone from very minimal mobile traffic to almost 50 percent on his photography sites so that's very interesting to me that uh, tablets and mobile devices were almost 50% of his traffic, but mine is currently still only about 25%. So I'm wondering how Google is going to take that into effect. If a lot of your existing traffic isn't necessarily mobile yet, how will that factor into their weightings for rankings and things like that? So I imagine probably some of that will factor in in some way, but who knows? The bottom line is that I'm sure over the past two years, my mobile uh, traffic has also increased greatly as well. So even though it's still only 25%, that um, you know, there's a number of reasons. It could be that the content that I have as far as some videos and podcast episodes and things like that, um, you know, I would think they actually would lean towards mobile, especially podcast-wise. But if you're listening to podcasts strictly through a podcast player and not through my site, that probably doesn't count as mobile traffic. So it, it all depends. There's a lot of different things that could factor in as to why your site would lend itself to more mobile traffic. But, of course, having a site that's very mobile-friendly will attract more folks that would be using mobile. So the fact that until probably six to eight months ago, my site probably wasn't that mobile-friendly, that could factor in as well. So and there's a couple of uh, different ways that you can make your site more mobile-friendly. So one of them is obviously to get a responsive theme that uh, has a separate version or delivers pages automatically to mobile devices that are mobile friendly. So it automatically increases text size, optimizes images, and uh, the flow of your site is all optimized for mobile uh, or tablet traffic. So a uh, theme like Elegant Themes or any of the new themes most likely are going to take into account mobile responsiveness, but it's definitely something you're going to want to try out first. So if you have a particular theme in mind like Elegant Themes, they have a um, user showcase where they showcase websites of users and they also have forums and things like that so that you could check out existing folks, different websites, and you, may, you probably know folks that use different themes like uh, Genesis or Elegant Themes or any of the other number of um, theme force themes out there. There's a lot of ton of different companies that offer theme packages. And of course, your premium themes most likely are going to be mobily responsive because they are continuously developed and they're constantly updated. So in most cases, they probably will be mobile friendly, but don't assume that automatically. 
Um, I have some friends that I know that have been doing this for several number of years. I mentioned them before on the show, and surprisingly, I typed in their websites, and they got red X's across the board that their sites are not mobile-friendly whatsoever. And uh, that was interesting to me because I know, at least in one case, they spent a lot of uh, money on a redesign, but it was probably a year or two ago that they did uh, most of their major updates. So it's been a long time, so that's not too surprising, but there's a lot of folks out there, even the ones that are very successful and get a ton of different traffic that haven't yet optimized their sites for mobile. So don't feel bad if you haven't even thought about that just yet, but now's a great time to start looking into that. So definitely check out uh, different theme vendors if you're thinking about upgrading your theme. And uh, Elegant Themes, I know, is one that uh, their Divi theme, their Nexus theme, they are mobily responsive. I know some folks using them. And of course, I migrated one of my sites over and I'm in the process of doing the research to migrate my other sites over to Elegant Theme. So I know that's one that is mobily responsive. And um, not only that, but there are additional ways that you could retrofit your existing sites to make them more mobile friendly, which is going to transition right into our tool slash plugin of the week. And this week it is all about mobile. So this one is the WP Touch mobile plugin. And that's one that I've been using for quite a long time on this site. I'm not sure exactly how long, but it's been almost eight months, probably a year or possibly more. I can't remember exactly, but I've utilized that on my site here, nichesitetools.com, to make my site more mobile friendly. And it really does a great job right out of the box to just uh, install the plugin, activate it, and boom, your site, uh, if you look at it on a mobile device, it will look completely different. And um, one of the downsides is that if you do have a mobile-friendly site, it's probably going to appear differently completely when you look at it, at least on the main page. So WP Touch Mobile, for example, if you do head over on your mobile device to my site, you will only see a listing of the post titles there, whether or not they have any comments on the articles. And that's pretty much it. There is a uh, menu button up at the top. If you click on that, you'll get the things that normally show up on the top of my site um, as far as the menu items there. But um, as, as soon as you click on any of the actual articles themselves, they'll look more like a regular post. So you'll see some graphics and you'll see things how you would normally expect to see them. But one thing to keep in mind, like the uh, sidebar on my site where I have a couple of the recommended products that I use and promote, some, some of that type of stuff is going to be gone completely. So a lot of the mobile optimized uh, portions of your site may appear completely differently. So it may be, uh, it, it may be, it's going to require some additional effort if you are monetizing your site in any way. If you happen to be deriving a lot of your revenue from things in your sidebar or through other methods, you may have to consider how you're going to continue to do that going forward. And that's something I really haven't considered either. For the most part, I think a lot of the revenue comes from reviews of different products like Easy Azon and things of that nature. So most likely it's through different posts that I have out there currently, but that is definitely something to consider. So when you do uh, work on getting your site converted over to a more mobile-friendly, more mobile-responsive platform, take a look at your site on different devices. So if you get friends with tablets or you obviously most likely have a mobile device yourself, try different mobile devices, see how your site looks on different devices, and then you'll probably have to tweak things a bit to uh, get things optimized to how you want them to appear as well. So 
In the case of the WP Touch Mobile plugin, it is uh, absolutely free out of the box. I believe they have a premium uh, edition you can purchase, probably with additional features that you can tweak and customize. But I've been using the free version for quite a while, and uh, it's worked really well. The only thing, the only caveat is that if you have any caching plugins like W3 Total Cache and WP Super Cache are two of the more popular ones, you will have to tweak some settings in those particular plugins to get your caching to work and to get your mobile site to show up and work as you would expect. So in my case, I ended up disabling those caching plugins in order to get this to work just really easily out of the box, but I did have it working with the caching plugins at one point. So either way, you can get that to work with no issues. They have uh, specific settings for each plugin, so definitely just something to be aware of if you install the WP Touch mobile plugin and you activate it and you don't see things as you would expect on your mobile devices. That is most likely why you have some sort of caching plugin or something that is conflicting with the WP Touch mobile plugin. So if you do, you can disable those just temporarily to see how your site will appear on a mobile device. And if you like how things are, you can leave them that way or you can tweak your caching plugin to work properly with WP Touch. So either way, it's a great um, kind of like, I, I see it as a in-between, kind of like a Band-Aid fix. So I knew mobile was going to be more popular and I knew that my site, I wanted to have my site more mobile friendly. So I installed that as a kind of like a stopgap between now and when I actually upgrade to a more mobile responsive theme. So that's something you might want to consider. And uh, if you have a older theme that uh, just, you know, has been out there for several years, most likely it's not going to be tweaked for mobile. And you can probably tell really quick by just going to your site on a mobile device. If the text doesn't increase in size, if everything's really small and you have to zoom in to be able to read or view your site, most likely it's not mobile responsive. And the really cool part about uh, the information that Google put out there, they have a very quick mobile-friendly test, like I mentioned. All you do is put in your URL, which I'm going to do really quick here while we're doing this. So it just says mobile-friendly test. Type in your website, and boom, it's analyzing. So right now it's automatically already at 70% uh, complete. So it's doing some tests in the background. And uh, I will tell you exactly what it says on the screen just as soon as it's done. So it uh, is definitely interesting. You can plug in the websites of some competitors to see if they're mobile friendly or not. And uh, just get a better idea of some, uh, if you find some sites that you like their particular theme, you can plug in their site and uh, that'll help you out get some ideas. So here's what it says. Awesome. This page is mobile friendly. So boom, right there. I see I'm good to go. And uh, it tells me, learn about mobile-friendly pages. Do you use webmaster tools? And uh, other things like that. So I'm going to type in another website here of someone that I know does not have a mobile-friendly site. All right, so what it says here is this site is not mobile friendly. Reasons this page is not mobile friendly. Text is too small to read. Links are too close together. Mobile viewport not set. And content wider than the screen. So that's very interesting. It tells you all that right there on the screen and it shows you a mobile device on the screen and how that website looks on there. So uh, that. That's very helpful and uh, shows you exactly what your site looks like on a mobile device. And then there's an option here on the right-hand side that says, Make this page more mobile-friendly. This page appears to use WordPress. To learn how to make this 
page more mobile friendly, use our technical guide for WordPress or share the guide with your web developer. So if you click on the next button there, it takes you right to a WordPress page on exactly how to back up your website before you begin and uh, different things you can do to change your WordPress site to be more mobile friendly. So again, that's really something that I haven't seen from Google before as far as actually giving you specific suggestions and actually going way above and beyond and determining what platform you're on. It was able to detect you're on WordPress and then they got step-by-step -step guides on exactly how to uh, you can go about making your site more mobile friendly. So it's really great to see they're looking forward to helping you, not just telling you what to do and what not to do. So that's good to see. Hopefully that uh, level of transparency continues going forward. We still have the algorithm changes all the time that are usually 100% in the dark and you're just having to find out about them after the fact, after you've either been penalized or something had, uh, something bad has gone wrong. So this is good to see. Hope, hopefully it uh, signals that they're more willing to work with folks and to be more proactive so that if they do change their algorithm and either penalize or reward folks for having mobile-friendly sites or non-mobile-friendly sites, hopefully you're prepared 100% ahead of time by being a part of this site and being tapped in and getting the latest information as it becomes available. So hopefully that was useful to you. Definitely some actionable items. You're going to want to check out your site and go to the mobile-friendly test provided by Google. Test out your site, see how it looks, and if you have any things that you need to fix, go through. Definitely take a backup of your site uh, before you do anything, as I always recommend. I've run into issues where that has bitten me before, so I definitely always take a backup of my site before doing anything. So make sure that you do, and then maybe you want to try out some of the suggestions they have, and maybe you want to give a shot to the WP Touch mobile plugin. And the cool thing about that is you can always just try it, and if it doesn't work for you, just deactivate the plugin, and nothing has changed. So you can, uh, especially if you're only testing it out for a couple of minutes or maybe, you know, five, ten minutes at a time, Google's most likely not going to crawl your site during that time and find any differences. So you can test it out and uh, give it a shot and uh, take a look and see what it looks and then just revert right back to your site the way it was. And uh, that's a quick, easy way to experiment with your mobile version of your site. So that's uh, very cool. And if you have any plugins or tools that you've used that uh, have really helped to make your site more mobile responsive, or if you have a really great theme that you would recommend, uh, I would definitely appreciate it if you would leave some notes in the show notes for this episode, which would be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 33. Let us know. Let's get a discussion going over there. Maybe you got some errors in there. You're having a hard time getting around. We can all try to help each other out and see if we can get past that to make sure that uh, our sites are compliant and uh, ready to take advantage of any upcoming you know, rewards from having your site more mobile friendly or avoiding any penalties. So hopefully this episode was helpful to you. It was eye-opening for me that uh, all this is starting to roll out right before our eyes. So great uh, information from Darren Rose, and I'll link to his article there uh, as, to uh, give that as a reference, as well as all the links I mentioned in this show. So hopefully that was helpful to you, and I hope you have a fantastic upcoming week as always, and thanks for being a part of the site. Bye-bye now.